The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network and ChicagoBears.com. Download the Chicago Bears official mobile app for up-to-the-minute Bears content every day. And now, welcome to Bears All Access, your all-access pass into Chicago Bears football. Bears All Access is brought to you by IGS Energy and sponsored by Miller Lite, CDW, and Ford. Hey everybody, it is opening week in the National Football League. It's been a long, long journey and a long wait. We are pleased to uh, get it rolling this week and welcome into Bears All Access here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score with Jeff Joniak, Tom Thayer, and our special guest, the rookie ride receiver out of Memphis, Anthony Miller, a guy who, uh, Tom, talked to the media today. I could just hear it. I could see the rainbows opening up, the blue skies. It's, it's time to play. Definitely is. Time Definitely to play, is. Anthony. We're ready to roll. How you feeling about it? Feeling good. Feeling good. Um, you know the team's been preparing well uh, for this opportunity, and I believe we're going to take full advantage of it. You know, it, it it seems like you've been ready to go since the moment you got here. When you go from being a walk-on into your college program, then you get drafted in the second round in the NFL. It's a heck of an accomplishment, first mm-hmm. of all. But is does the jump seem as big from high school to college now from college to pro? Um, kind of, sort of, but, uh, it's, it's, it's really the same thing. Uh, you can't make football more than what it really is. Um, but when you get to this level, you know, it most definitely, um, like the details change, um, you know, the speed of the game is different. Um, you know, everything's just different uh, at the professional level. You know, and, and so in 2015 in college, you have 47 catches. And then in 16, you have 95. What happened in that short period of time? And do you see that same thing being able to transcend here at this level, even though it is the NFL? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, with that change, uh, it, we had a coaching change um, but between those years. So, um, we had Coach Norvell come from Arizona, Arizona State, and uh, he brought that West Coast offense. And uh, of course, in that offense, it's pass first. So um, I was able to eat pretty well in that. Offense. <laughs> you use that word a lot, like to today. Today, Tom, yeah, start, yeah. Start, yeah. There's guys are going to eat, and what people have to understand that means you're going to get fed the ball a little bit, yeah. right? You think it's going to spread around that much. And and that's exciting to hear because that if that's happening, hmm. you're putting defense on its heels. You know you're moving the ball and you're you're working every blade of grass horizontally and vertically, right? Yeah, most definitely. Um, with this offense, you know everyone's going to get the opportunity to touch the ball. Um, we have so many weapons that we could use, and um, that people are definitely going to see about it Sunday. You know your your position coach talks about you understanding the concept of this offense. And how do you, how do you explain the concept of this offense through the eyes of a wide receiver or a, re, a multiple receiver position player as yourself? Yeah, well, every receiver uh, on this team they have to know every position because uh, within our offense, you know, we uh, have certain formations, certain schemes where you know a player could be anywhere on the field uh, at any time. So you got to know what you're doing at all times and. Um, I believe we've been working at that pretty well, and uh, you know it's it's really going to work out this season. I think. Go, go ahead. Tom. No, I, I was just to say, you know, we always talk about the talented receivers here, but I don't think if you if you don't block, you're not going to be able to play here. Mm-hmm. You get those cluster formations, you get those quick passes, and sometimes you guys got to go downfield and make a first, second, or third level block. 
did you do a lot of that in college, or mm-hmm. were you the superstar where Anthony Miller? Nah, <laughs> nah um, in college, you know, it was the same thing. You know, we had to block. Uh, I, we actually took a lot of pride in blocking uh, at Memphis. Um, my coach, David Johnson, he uh, always harped on, you know, blocking. If we didn't block, we didn't touch the field. And uh, I believe it's the same thing here. Um, you know, everybody's going to help each other, you know, as far as uh, – getting getting their shine you know what I mean uh if I have to block for Taylor Gabriel on the play that's what I'm gonna do because you know I want to see him succeed you know just like he would want to see me succeed well you're gonna get a lot of notoriety if you do that you know no question Tom played with a guy Dennis McKinnon was an outstanding blocking receiver in this Mm -hmm. town and um you know didn't it was a running offense with the with the Bears of of that vintage and Walter Payton was here obviously so yeah but boy he got a lot of good recognition for that didn't he Tommy right but you know this offense too you have Jordan Howard if Jordan Howard isn't successful it's going to be tough for this offense to mm-hmm. be successful downfield so there are a lot of similarities to success it has to start with a powerful running game between Jordan mm-hmm. and Tariq and Benny Cunningham and all the guys that can touch the ball from the backfield yeah definitely um. I just believe we have a complete offense, a complete team, you know, uh, you know, defense as well. Um, really? You, know, you think the defense is that good? <laughs> yeah. They're How re- about that? They're really good, man. Come on. Seriously. You love the game. You're sitting around on Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and bam, news hits. Everybody's been asked about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's mine's a long story that no one needs to hear, but I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. He was texting me nonstop over here, my friend, yeah. Tom Thayer. And it's like, where are you? Have you heard the news? So yeah. did you get the same thing? Yeah, that was the first thing I saw when I opened my eyes, uh, you know, Khalil <laughs> Mack. And I, was, I at first I couldn't really believe it because, you know, we got so many weapons already on defense. And, you know, just adding him to the force, you know, is 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 incredible. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to watch them play. Running around on the field so far. Uh, does it look like a guy that hasn't had any practice during the off season? <laughs> no, he's he's incredibly fast off the ball. Uh, he's everything that they've advertised him to be. We're with Anthony Miller here on Bears All Access from the PNC Studios at Hallis Hall, brought to you by IGS Energy, Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer. Uh, with rookies, and sometimes in this particular system, going back, Tom and Anthony, to thinking about Kansas City and Philadelphia and reading stories about their rookie receivers trying to digest the enormity and the volume and the complexity of this offense, it can get a little overwhelming at times. At any point in this process for you, has it been, where you had to take a day and say, okay, now i, I got to stop thinking like this because this is exactly what i got to do. And just Was it in any way like that? Yeah, um, really my first couple of weeks here, uh, it was kind of difficult, you know, learning the new system. Uh, like Coach Nagy's, you know, uh, it's a lot of stuff that you got to know. Um, but you know, over time you just got to find what's best for you. Um, like as far as learning, um, and you know what I mean? Me and coach, uh, my coach, um, coach Mike Ferry, you know, we just, uh, do one-on-one sessions, you know, each and every day. Um, so I could get a better understanding of what I got to do. Getting you on in the classroom, on the board and so forth. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that really helps me out, but you know, other guys, they learn differently. Uh, other guys might want to go out on the field and walk through it or you know it's it's just different types of things that guys could do to get a better understanding and um I believe I got a good grasp of things uh 
as far as right now is concerned. Well, what about how was the Denver experience for you? Because I know in college you pr- you don't have joint practices with other schools, but then you so you practice against your own teammates for quite a while. Mm-hmm. You know, I see you talk to the defensive backs, you talk to Ed Donatel and stuff, and now you got. Denver, and now you get to go against some other NFL talent. How did you come away with that experience, even after the little scuffle against in the yeah. special team period? <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, uh, it was definitely exciting. Uh, I'm a guy that loves competition. You know, I live for that. So, uh, you know, when I get an opportunity to go against a guy that you know has no idea about me, you know, uh, I'm a, I'm a rookie. Um, I, I just feel like I got to make my mark. So. Um, you know, when you saw me out there, I was going hard every day, right. every, every play, you know what I mean? Got in a little scuffle, but you know, that's, that's a part of it. Uh, I even fire, I think I fired up practice a little bit, right. you know what Did I mean? Did you ever get in a fight in college? Yeah. 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 Man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a physical game. It's a physical game and you know, nobody likes to get, no grown man likes to get pushed around, you know what I mean? Or that, that's what happened on that play. Uh, you know. We got into a scuffle because we had ended up putting the guy on the ground, you know, on his back or whatever. And, and he didn't like it. Didn't like it. So. <laughs> he didn't like it. Yeah. Well, you know, that is a tough drill. Yeah. You know, tempers are going to flare in the heat of, of uh, Denver at that time. So, But, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, it does point, though, to a larger picture of, you know, you're no rookie who's going to cower. Yeah. You're, you're going to dig your heels in and you're going to let them know you're there. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. That that would be the advice I give to any guy, you know, coming into the league, uh, you know, for the guys next year. You know what I mean? When you come in, you know, dive in head first. Uh, you you going to make mistakes. And, you know, that that's a fact because there's so much to digest. But uh, as long as you're going 100% and uh, you, you have the will to learn, you know what I mean? Then, uh, you know, the coaches, they're, they're going to mess with you. They're, they're going to like you. So, um, you know, that's that's my mentality every day. You know, walk, you walk in in college, second-round draft choice, where you bummed you weren't a first-rounder first, because I think we all think that we're going to be drafted higher than we were. I was a fourth-rounder, and I'm still bitter about it. So, yeah. you know, when and it, it, the talent they talked about you, the numbers they talked about involving. So did you go into the draft thinking, okay, I'll be happy with whatever happens or, look, man, I know I'm a talented guy. I'm ready to go high. Yeah, I, I definitely expected to go high. Um, you know, I wanted to go first round. Right. Um, but, you know, that's that's not how the ball rolled. But that's that's all right. Um, you know, I think during the draft process, uh, a lot of people looked at my foot injury and were kind of scared to, you know, take – well, it wasn't really a chance to take because my foot was really healed. Right. But, you know – teams get a little antsy when it comes to injuries and stuff like that so I believe that's why I feel um as far as I did well it can't be from what they saw on tape that's for doggone sure because Tom knows I talk about it all the time I I just for me it's entertainment to go put on your highlight reel Mm -hmm. and and watch you get balls that I just don't think you're going to get and you somehow get there whether it be one-handed acrobatic or, you know, blowing by guys that may be faster than you yeah. at a corner, and you're outrunning them. Yeah. I, I, your route running is so advanced yeah. for a young player. Um, is that all come natural in addition? I mean, obviously you work at it, but yeah. some of that is instinctive. Yeah, some of that is instinctive, but it's a lot of hard work that yeah. goes into it. I don't know? mean to minimize that because yeah, yeah. I know you're a worker. <laughs> yeah. But, 
I, I heard an interview with you, and we talked about one time. I thought I want to, if I remember this correctly, Ocho Cinco, mm. a receiver that you paid attention to because you yeah. thought that he has the greatest feet of any receiver you Ever. saw play. And when that interests me too. And um, when you think of receivers, why did you gravitate towards Ocho Cinco? Was it because of his feet or um, his profile? I mean, both. Man, he's he's a he's a fun guy to be around. Plus, you know, he's great at what he does. Uh, still today, you know, I could go on his Instagram or Twitter and uh, he might be posting a video of him playing soccer or, you know what I mean, doing drills with, you know, guys who are playing currently right now. Like, he, he's still capable of, you know, running routes and stuff like that. He hadn't lost it one bit. And, uh, you know, if you just watch his highlights, he he's incredible with his feet, like at the top of his routes. Um you know, at the line, you know, no nobody could really guard. Got nine out of ten people probably never pay attention to the receiver's feet. They watch him oh, go up, Lord. run by a receiver. To and- me, that's one of the best parts of that position because yeah. it's the intricacies. Just like your play on the offensive line, hand placement, footwork, the slightest little detail makes the difference between a winning play or being stalemated or, or losing the play. Uh, footwork off the line of scrimmage, press coverage, versus winning at the top of the route, which is more important? Um, off the line, because if you don't get off the line, <laughs> then there's no route. Um, so I, definitely off the line uh, would be the most important part to get down. Got Alan, Watching Allen Robinson against press coverage, he's got a huge berth, a huge get-off you know, size of where he if a, if a guy comes up and they miss him, he can get around him. And then if he gets shoulder to shoulder, he gets on the other side, yeah, gone. it's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's definitely good, especially for his size. Um, he has incredibly quick feet, you know, uh, at the line. And uh, I pay attention to some of his moves. Uh, I actually steal a couple. You know I mean, <laughs> good. But, um, you know, he's definitely a great receiver. This is our guest, Anthony Miller, the Bears rookie receiver, getting ready to meet the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field on Sunday night. You can hear the game on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM WBBM, starting with a 4 p.m. pregame show and a 720 kickoff with Tom and myself. With Paul Zarang, our engineer, and our producer, Dan Brilli, I'm Jeff Joniak, and Tom Thayer with Anthony Miller here on Bears Hall Access on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Welcome back to Bears All Access, brought to you by IGS Energy, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears, providing electricity, natural gas, and home warranty products to over 1 million customers across the country. Learn more about IGS Energy at IGS.com. Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer with you, and with Anthony Miller, the Bears rookie wide receiver from Memphis, and not only from the university, but also from that town. And we've talked yes, to you about sir. this. We've touched on it. We've touched on it. Let's get deeper into Memphis. And mm-hmm. what? how is it that it's just... intertwined through your body, the blood pumping through your veins is all Memphis, all Memphis. Tell us your story. Well, really, like, if you talk to anybody from Memphis, you know, they take a lot of pride in the city um, because, you know, it's it's hard, you know, coming out of there. Um, You know, not a lot of people make it out. So, um, you know, we just take pride in hard work and, um, you know, not being given anything, you know, I mean, we we take advantage of our opportunities, um, you know, full advantage. Whenever you can get them. Yep, whenever we can get them. So. How are you going to keep from getting spoiled at, you know, you got, look at the clothes you wear, look at the facility you're pulling into, the meals that are being provided for you every day, the equipment in yeah. your locker. How do you keep that, the Anthony Miller work ethic that we've all 
become it, we've all been introduced to. Yeah. How does that stay with you? Uh, when you work like that for so long, um, you know, like I've been working for this for so long, right. like it's hard for me to change. Like I don't see myself turning into that guy, you know, that's spoiled. You know, I I I I can't even see myself being like that. I I, I see a lot of. I, I feel a lot of you in the same way I felt about it. The, the most important thing was this this as a job mm-hmm. and all the things that provided for you. If you didn't continue to give the effort and the, and have the work ethic and everything that's expected of you, yeah, you know, it might, it, it's not going to last as long as you want, but I think you're more, you're more entrenched in the investment you have to make for it. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, came too far to, you know what I mean, you know, just let it all go. So You strike uh, me as a guy who doesn't take no for an answer. Yeah. How many times did you hear no? Um, you know, I've heard no plenty of times, you know what I mean, but I don't hold it against those who said no, you know what I mean. It's, it's their loss at the end of the day. Um, It can't – I don't let – you know, their answers, you know, affect, you know, my mindset. So, um, you know, I just show up every day and work. Did, was there ever uh, – did, did you ever hit bottom with football in trying to get traction and trying to get, you know, recognition to get that next – well, it's not a job, but you treat it like a job, that next, whether it be high school, the college experience, or where you're at right now? Uh, Yeah, you know um, – in college, you know, I was red-shirted right off the bat. Uh, first of all, I, was, I walked on. Then, you know, uh, Coach Fuente, he red-shirted me uh, my first year, and I ended up getting a scholarship, you know, that next semester. Uh, I, I believe uh, in the spring. And, um, you know, I ended up getting hurt the year I was supposed to play, so I was out for that season, for that next season. So, I hadn't played football for like two years, and it was it was eating me up. But mm. I knew I had to keep going, you know, with my rehab and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I knew it was all going to pay off one day, and it did. You know, you, you you said you went from you know you had forty seven catches one year, ninety five the next. There was a coaching change. If they would have kept that old regime in there with the forty seven catch Anthony Miller, would would you have been able to develop into the player you became or did that next offense you became a part of, was that the development of Anthony Miller? Yeah, definitely. Uh, with Paxton Lynch and Coach Fuente, you know, I believe we had a great system. Um, you know what I mean? It's just with Coach Norvell, he, he spread it out a lot more. Uh, but within Coach Fuente's system, you I, I could have still made plays, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, when I had those 47 catches, um it it wasn't just me. I I wasn't the main target. I don't think in that offense. Um, I believe it was we we had we had other guys. You know, that were getting a, a lot of touches um, when when I was there. So I believe that that played a factor but in it. The forty seven <laughs> catches was twelve twelve games and three starts, and then the ninety five catches was only thirteen. Was only one more game. So it's like, oh my gosh, here's a guy that did really good things. Then. The next year went on to did an incredible, explosive, great things. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, that's where the coaching change can help a guy like yourself. Yeah, it can. It it definitely can. Um, you know, I believe if you know a guy's an athlete, you you use him. You know, uh, whatever he can do well, you know that's 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 what you have him do. Um, if you're if you're a coach, if I was a coach, you know what I mean. Um, and Coach Norvell, he just gave me 
every opportunity in the book to make plays. But now they're talking about a rookie having so much on your plate now. You're a slot receiver, wide receiver, could come out of the backfield, you know, could come out of four different positions. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot on your plate for the short amount of time you've been here, real, you know, really when you're thinking about football increments. Yeah, well, that's that's what I wanted coming in. Uh, I didn't want to be a guy, you know, that goes in like every three or four plays or shoot, every every six, seven right. plays, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be treated like a rookie. So that means, you know, I got to stay in my playbook, uh, carry myself as these veterans do, you know what I mean, so I could get out on the field, uh, you know, and perform. Was there any other NFL teams courting you um, that were really saying, Anthony, we're really interested in you look for us on draft day? And um, I believe the Panthers and – um, I I forgot. But this is the right thing. offense for you to but, come to. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm so glad I came <laughs> here. I I wouldn't ask for anything else. So glad I'm here. Was there a takeoff game for you in college? The one that put you on the map uh, that you started now hearing things. Yeah, um, that 47 catch season. Uh, we played Ole Miss. Uh, they came to Memphis. It was a it was a packed house. It was probably like 60 60 plus in there. 60,000 plus. And, um, you know, I ended up having, I think, a touchdown in 130-some yards. Did they have and Laquan Treadwell? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Tre- so well, that's the first... year they beat Alabama, right? Yeah. And yeah. they had the Kim Dietschy brothers. Right. We ended up beating them. And it was, wow. it was a huge day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk more about the journey of Anthony Miller, Bears rookie receiver, as he gets the set to go into Lambeau Field to take on the Green Bay Packers. Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer with you on Bears All Access on Chicago's Sports Radio 670 The Score. This segment of Bears All Access is brought to you by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. This is how it's done. I guess that's what we're going to hear about Anthony Miller when he scores his first NFL touchdown. Tommy, I just might say this is how it's done. We have big, big hopes for your future. I know you do as well. And it gets started against the Green Bay Packers. On Sunday night, uh, I've asked many guys about this. And, Tom, you know, we've been to that place so many times, and you played there so many times, and there's a lot of bones buried <laughs> in that field, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Every time I like going to see the guys walk in the stadium, that particular place, because they take it in. You know, I remember Olin Cruz here and Big Cal Williams just taking it in. They sit there and soak it in before anybody's even in the stadium. It's that type of place. And do you think? That will matter to you when you go to some of these NFL stadiums, places you've never been before, particularly this place, a place like Soldier Field, obviously, is like that. Yeah, when I walk in the stadium, I see a football field. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter where I'm at. You know, we could be in a cornfield. You know what I mean? As long as the football field's there, you know, I know it's time to strap it up and play. Um, I can't let that, um, what it, wherever we're at, you know, affect you know, my mindset. So, Are you a fan of the game outside of what your requirements are? Either it start, the NFL starts on Thursday night and then it goes from here. If you're a guy you have free time other than watching your tablet or going over new information, will you watch college or pro football? Yeah, most definitely. I'm a big fan, a huge fan of football, my favorite sport. So um, I'm, I'm going to watch it any chance I get, whether it be – you know, D1 or D3 football, you know, I, if if I can catch it on TV, I'm going to watch it. You know, we keep talking about all these other guys, but uh, Steve Smith is a name we keep coming back to. And right before the draft, I was catching him on NFL Network, and he was 
just blowing praises your way as a guy to keep an eye on this. I think he saw a lot of him and you. Mm-hmm. Do you see a lot of you and him? Uh, most definitely. You know, Steve Smith's a guy. Um, he he wasn't very big, but, you know, he played big. And uh, I feel like that's how I play. Um, he didn't let anyone push him around. You know, he was the force most of the time. And uh, that's something I definitely am, admire in his game. Yeah, he ball up his fists a little bit, yeah, too. Yeah. That guy, you didn't mess with Steve Smith. Remember the playoff game at Soldier Field? Yeah. 2005. Caught 11 passes. Tore, tore up the Bears. They could not stop him. Mm. And he's very confident, right? Do we yeah. know Steve Smith? Outspoken, very confident guy. So I see him at the Super Bowl that year. I don't remember where it was at. And I, I wanted to introduce myself because I, I, that was one heck of a performance. Mm-hmm. He turns around and goes, I don't know what you all were mad about in Chicago. You knew it was going to happen. <laughs> and, uh, and he just said it deadpan-faced. He believed that. Yeah. Like, he, he knew no one could stop him. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, some of that I see in you. Yeah, that's the mindset you gotta have. You can't go into a game thinking, you know, uh, I might catch this ball. I don't know. This guy's kind of good, so I don't know what I'm gonna do again. You gotta go in in the game with the mindset of no one's gonna stop me. So. Nobody keeps you up at night. <laughs> no. Any good conversations Get here with sleep. the defensive backs <laughs> that help? Because I, I see you have a lot of conversations with those guys. Is there anybody here that? You know that have the experience that you can talk to about mm-hmm. specifically what they see out of you, your balance, your head, yeah. all your routing stuff. Um, I talk to Kyle Fuller and uh, Prince, you know, a lot. Um, you know, on a daily. You know, what I mean, uh, those those are two corners who have been in the league for uh, quite some time, and you know, they they they're so smart out there. Um, you know, they definitely trust their instincts out there, and. Uh, any slight little movement that the receiver may have, you know, they're going to catch on to it. And uh, so I ask them about stuff like that. And, you know, they give me pointers here and there, tell me what I could do better. Um, and, you know, I I use it out there. Well, you know, to going back to your college days when they hold up the poster on the sideline, it kind of tells all of your assignments. Now you start from the huddle. You hear the commands of Mitchell Trubisky or Chase or whomever you're in the huddle with. Is how has that transition part been for you of, you know, having to have knowledge of the offense, what they're saying to you, rather than someone maybe ignite a thought in your head from the sideline? Yeah, um, well, being in the huddle um, and just hearing the play uh, called out, you know, it's, it's kind of simpler than, you know, having to read hand signals and boards and stuff like that because when he calls out the play, he's saying – what you have within the play. Right. So he's going to say, like, um, for, for instance, I play what we call the zebra. He's going to say zebra so-and-so, zebra. So it's your key like, word. That's what you yeah, hear. Boom, you, you go into action. You, you listen for what applies to you, and, you know, don't, you don't really listen for anything else. So – that's 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 how it is in the huddles. Are you are you okay with supreme crowd noise? That the yeah. support of the Green Bay crowd is you know it's going to be deafening when yeah, you're out there on offense. So all those types of things you hear it in the huddle, boom, you go back to the line of scrimmage. You're confident yeah. what's going on. Yeah, most definitely. And we've been practicing with crowd noise. Yeah, uh, out there and it's been really loud. <laughs> um, so we've we've been working on you know how we we're, we're going to huddle up and stuff like that and. Um, what I find helpful is, um, you know, just looking at Mitch's mouth and, um, you know, reading his lips 
And uh, but I I can hear what he's saying, but you know, just just looking at him so I can make sure. Right. Um, that helps me out. You know, it'll be fun when you guys all have time together, mm-hmm. where a look will be all you need to know how to break your route off beyond the play call. Yeah. Same thing, you know, with you guys, right? You know, in the you get once that takes root, that's when you know it's going to be you know, really an, uh, an explosive, deadly offense. Obviously, that takes time. But did you have that in college because of the constant turnover? Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, me and Riley Ferguson, mm-hmm. uh, that was my last quarterback. We had so much chemistry. It was it was crazy. And uh, I know it's going to be the same way with Mitch. Um, you know, every day, you know, even the coaches, we're, we're learning as a group, um, you know, um, as far as plays and, you know, schemes and stuff like that, we're all learning. So, um, you know, when it when it all comes together, I know it's going to be a unstoppable force. So. Did you uh, did you ever take the time to look up uh, the background of Mike Fury? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I've seen some tape on him. Uh, he, he was a decent receiver. Yeah, did you also know what else he did? What did he do? He was also a defensive back. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, he played DB and receiver. I'm gonna have to talk to him. Yeah, about that. how about it? I always ask Mike. He's the only guy. He's the only coach that could do more reps at 225 as a coach <laughs> than he could as a player. He, he still does all that, all those reps and stuff like that. I said, man, you need to chill out. <laughs> he's uh, he's he's yoked up, right? Yeah, he definitely is. <laughs> Anthony Miller, our guest, will continue a more conversation with the Bears rookie receiver with Tom Thayer and Jeff Joniak here on Bears All Access on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. It's the official pregame show of your Chicago Bears, Bears Game Day Live, brought to you by Advocate Healthcare. Every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. on Fox 32 Chicago. Back on Bears All Access, Jeff and Tom with Anthony Miller enjoying our conversation with the wide receiver from Memphis. Uh, Beyond your play on the field, uh, you really handle yourself well in interviews. You're very, very accommodating. You're you're very cerebral. You give you give some good thought to the to the questions you're asked about. Have you always been that easy with the microphone in front of you? Because uh, it's not always easy for guys, especially rookies. Yeah, I think that definitely came over time. Uh, it started in high school. You know, I've been in front of the camera since high school um, doing interviews and stuff like that. So uh, I believe it's just getting better and better every time I, you know, get in front of a microphone. Are you famous in Memphis now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't like being called famous, but you know. Well, you're rec- of, recognizable because yeah. of your talent, not because you know anything yeah. else. It's yeah, a lot you've of, earned it. Yeah, I'm well known in Memphis, so yes, yeah. Uh, what's it mean to you though to be able to represent that town like you do? Uh, it mean it means everything. Um, you know, it's not a lot of guys that make it to the league and you know excel. Um, is guys like it's actually guys that motivated me like uh, Don Terry Poe. He came from Memphis. Mm. Uh, he's now with the Panthers right now. Um, you know Paxton Lynch. Does he uh, put any more pressure on you? Who Paxton? You know because he hasn't had the success that yeah. they thought he was going to have, and then now you're the next biggest draft choice they have. No, 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 no pressure, no pressure. And with that situation, you know, I I believe he's he's going to do great. Um, you know, he just I – I know what he can do, and he's a great quarterback in my eyes. So, um, you know, I'm just I'm just waiting on it to pop for him. You know, what's funny is Jeff and I were standing off to the side in Denver, and they were – and the quarterbacks, the Denver quarterbacks were going through these, like, skill competitions, just having fun with each other. Mm-hmm. 
And he was the guy that always won. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he was the happiest. He was, you know, throwing it the hardest, the most accurate and everything. It gets kind of weird that things haven't transcended for him like they thought. Yeah. Um, like I said before, you know, I'm just waiting on things to come together for him uh, because I know he's, you know, a great quarterback. He has a lot of skills, um, you know, long, rangy guy, very smart. Um, so, you know, I just, I, I just know things will come together. For well, me. sometimes you get, you get drafted into a system that just doesn't work for yeah. you. So you got to find, you know, just like you find your way, you yeah. know, you know hey, Josh McCown, he didn't really get quarterback credibility until his four, <laughs> 12th year in the 12th, 13th year in the league. Yeah. But you know, a lot of determination, a lot of hard work, a lot of guts go into that. Mm-hmm. What motivated you? Why did you feel the need? To write a letter to all 32 NFL teams, which is that's called the Players Journal or something to mm-hmm. that effect, right? And players in all sports are using the Players Tribune, I think is yeah. what it's called. Um, extremely well written. You basically opened it up by saying, I believe I'm the best receiver in this draft. Yeah. Tell me the genesis of that whole thing. Uh, well, really, I just wanted to find, find a way to, you know, um, you know, express myself to myself to the GMs. Uh, you know uh of how how hard I've worked for this um you know and how that work is going to continue when I get to wherever I'm at and um you know it, I I just thought it was a great idea uh and it 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 turned out to create a a little buzz you know through throughout the league when so. was that published was that published before or after the combine you uh I believe before okay there is so, so much did they ask on. you did the did these teams then ask you about the the letter or when you went on visits did they ask you about the letter or was it not even a conversation uh a couple a couple of coaches did um you know they and they really liked it um they wanted to see if um my words were really true yours and, yeah, yeah 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 and uh i told them straight up that yeah yeah it's, it's like this so. did you have an encouraging force behind that letter saying hey you know yeah. i yeah, um, you know, my parents, they, they love the idea. Um, also, my agent, Joel Siegel, he he loved the idea. So, um, you know, everybody was all in on it. So. Where are your parents right now in terms of their mind watching their son make the, the jump from walk-on at Memphis, hometown yeah. hero, to Chicago? Well, uh, my parents, they like me. Um, well, I'm like them. Okay. You know, um, you know, they've always believed in me from day one. And uh, me making it to this level is is what they've they've all already seen, you know, in their mind. You know, what I mean, they're my number one fans, and um, you know, they know what I could do. And this this Sunday, they expect me to <laughs> do what I've always been doing. And if I don't, you know, they're gonna have some words for me, especially my dad. Did he play? <laughs> yeah, he played. Um, he played in high school. He played at Memphis. Matter of fact. Um, and he was he was there for I think about two two years three years uh, the year he was about to start I think the head coach died in a plane crash um, I, f- I forget his name but um, it was like the coaching staff died wow. in, died in a plane crash and uh, the new staff came in and you know they got got rid of all the old players and um, you know it was just a bad situation but what position did he play like tight end slot receiver. <laughs> Uh, so with the, 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 back to the players tribune article and, you know, the thing about it is the word, the words that have been used to describe you in some cases where, you know, you're extremely confident, but not cocky. Mm -hmm. Um, 
the article is very representative of what your work has been like, yeah. but it's not arrogant. Mm. It's uh, it's like a fine line to walk, isn't yeah. it, a little bit? Because if you go the other way, you could put people off. Yeah. Um, you know, I believe you got to be confident, especially at this level, um, in your ability. If you're not, I don't think you could play because um, there's so many guys who've been doing this for so long um, when they come out there, they 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 know what they want to do to you. You know what I mean? Uh, well, corners tell you that yeah, every day. Yeah, they 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 know. You know, what I mean, they've been in this game for a long time, and they're not about to let you come out there and you know just walk all over them. So you gotta have a little swag. You know what I mean? You gotta have that mentality when you get out there. Who talks more trash, the DBs or the wide receivers? It's, we we talk a lot of trash, man. It's 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 probably a tie between both. Um, well, on this team, if, if you're beginning in with Josh Bellamy, so yeah. he's chatting. Yeah, we 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 both chat. Me me <laughs> and him. That's that's my partner in crime, man. I'm, I'm glad he's on this team. And he's he, fiery, man. Yeah, he's he's definitely taking me under his wing. You know, uh, on and off the field. You know, what I mean that that's my guy. He's been showing me the ropes. So. A lot of different skills of this wide receiver group. You know, all of you guys have. You know, between Allen Robinson's different in size and the speed of Taylor Gabriel and yeah. the effectiveness of you lining up in multiple spots. The hope and the desire for Kevin White to have a good, solid, healthy year—it's it, really Javon, J- yeah, Javon yeah. Wims too. I mean, and, and all all the guys out there. It's an interesting group of wide receivers because that you have a lot on your plate. Yeah. Uh, when you think about the offense that Coach Nagy brought in here, the first thing he said is the vertical passing game has to be a big influence in the success of this offense. Yeah. It's got to be fun to hear when you have all those different skill sets at the line of scrimmage for all you guys. Yeah, and it definitely makes things easier, um, you know, as far as uh, getting open. You know what I mean? Uh, whether I run a decoy route or someone else does, you know, um, if you see Taylor Gabriel running <laughs> full speed down the middle of the field, you're going to have to account for him because, you know, he's just too fast. You know what I mean? If you see Allen Robinson doing the same thing, it's it's the same thing. You know what I mean? So, um, the crazy we, thing about Gabriel, he's got long stride for a five eight guy. Yeah. Where, what's that, what's that all? Very about? long stride. Yeah, that's that's confusing it's for incredible. a DB, I would think. I mean, he looks fast. He is fast, and he looks fast when he runs down the field. You know, so uh, you know that's again one of the his asset is yeah. is different than each one of these guys. It's, yeah, so, one, smorgasbord. Yeah, one practice he ran twenty four miles an hour, and like. Mm. No, nobody else ran over like twenty-one miles an hour that right. day. And I was Would like, you man, top out at? I don't know. I don't, I don't pay attention. <laughs> I don't want to know how fast I ran because I don't think I I run that fast. Yeah, I got mean? you. So uh, I I focus more on on my feet, you know, and uh, because I'm that type of guy. I'm not that guy that's gonna, you know run deep all the time but i will run deep though so. <laughs> and you will get the football yeah like you did in college this yeah. is anthony miller our guest here on bears all access we'll be back with more with tom after this on chicago sports radio 670 the score this segment of bears all access orchestrated by cdw cdw people who get it jeff joniak tom bear with you and Anthony Miller, in our final segment here, uh, you mentioned Joel Siegel as your agent uh, in our last segment. That just so happens to be the same agent for Khalil Mack. And your journeys, while not same, they're similar. You know his story? Do you know his story at all? Because one year of high school football mm-hmm. down in Florida, Fort Myers, he gets recruited by only University of Buffalo, 
and Liberty. Yeah. That's it. He was a two-star recruit. Goes to Buffalo and tears it up. Yeah. Tears it up. So he wore number 46 because apparently in the NCAA video game, he was the 46th ranked linebacker or defensive player or whatever, yeah. and that really burned him up. Mm-hmm. It got his blood up a little bit. Um you see some similarities there between the two of you in terms of your journey. Yeah, slight similarities, except, you know, right. I, I had no offers. <laughs> um, I don't mean to keep bringing you, it up. You go on the website, I didn't have a picture. Mm. Um, you know, I had no stars. So, you know, it's not about where you start, it's about where you finish. So. They say it all the time. It is baffling, though, how things can be overlooked. Yep. I, I don't understand it sometimes when you got talent, Tom. You got well, talent. I mean, it, it, it is hard to overlook until you get to that next level. Then you start achieving success. And then all of a sudden you start become researched and a little bit more game plan for. And then, you know, you keep climbing the, the ladder. Yep. You know, that's what you did. You had faith in yourself, and that's what Khalil's doing. Um, you know, one thing, a question that you brought up last time is some of the assistant routes, or I, I, I don't know, lack of a better term, dis, distraction routes, where the, the other guys. So I see one in the preseason where Daniel Brown makes a big catch, but because of the routes that you guys ran on the opposite side of the field is the reason the play was so successful, so much running room after it. And I think that's the neat thing about you guys are going to have to run routes full speed mm-hmm. knowing that you're probably not going to get the ball, but you're going to open an opportunity yeah. for someone else. That's that's a type of discipline you have to develop when you come to this level because mm-hmm. every time you're going to be covered because you're the star of the team, now you're going to try to open up possibilities for other receivers. Yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, and with, with our routes um, – you know, it's always a possibility that you can get the ball. Right. Uh, it's just based off how the defense plays. But, um, you know, you got to run run your routes full of speed so, you know, the play can develop how, how you want. Well, it's, it's neat. You know, you guys help each other run successful routes. And then you can see a defensive line run a successful stunt. There's guys helping yeah. set guys Same set thing. free. Yeah. And it's interesting to see the different aspects how – this year, this training camp, and able to watch just the receivers do that. Yeah, it's all the same thing. Uh, you know, we we play as a team. You know, we're gonna win as a team, and um, you know, I I I wouldn't rather be with no other group of guys. So, give us a little sneak peek at what you learned about the Green Bay Packers so far. Um, you know, they got Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, you know that that gu- starts everybody's yeah. sentence. <laughs> yeah, that that guy's incredible. Um, you know he's you know he's the general when he's out there, and, but we we got a defense for him. So you know I hope he's ready. Um, but um, you know the Packers, they're you know they they've always been a pretty decent team, um, and you know with that crowd behind them, I know it's gonna be. Uh, you know, a crazy ap- atmosphere, but I know we're going to be ready. You know, the most ho- high-profile game that you've played into thus far in your football life, you're going to surpass it this Sunday night. Most I definitely. mean, you you played in front of big crowds in college. You, you, everybody does. But when you go to Lambeau Field and you think of the history between the two teams, the Bears and the Packers. Yeah, this you know, this the biggest game I've ever <laughs> been in. Probably the biggest game I'm going to be in if – if, if we don't go to the Super Bowl, but you know that's the plan, right? Super Bowl is the plan, but um, this is the biggest game by far. <laughs> did, uh, it, 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 did how long did it take you to get over? Maybe it took no time at all. Uh, you walk into an NFL locker room and you're seeing guys you watched on television. 
and then you go up in that practice field, and now you're playing against them. And on Sunday, you're going to walk across the field, you're going to see number 12. Yeah. You're, going to see, you're going to see Clay Matthews. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is, it, is it a quick moment, and then you're past it? Tom always talks about walking in the huddle, and there's Walter Payton. Yeah. It's like a wow moment. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm probably going to – I might shake his hand. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but after that, you know, now it's, it's, business. it's no friends at all. He the enemy. So, you know, when I when I step out there, I'm not going to be worried about Clay Matthews or whoever whoever else they have, you know what I mean? Um, I gotta, I gotta play him, you know, like he a regular dude. And you gotta listen to the huddle call. Yeah, that's all you gotta do. Listen to my call, yeah. you know, do what I know I can do. Sometimes rookies are too hyped to get in the game. Mm-hmm. Are you that way, or are you pretty standard every single time you play the game? Uh, I believe I've mellowed out a little bit, um, simply because you know you gotta think while you're out there. Um, you can't just, you know, run out there and expect to, you know. Just, just run all one over day the you place. Will. Yeah, one you, day you won't be one, thinking. Yeah, one day I won't be thinking. But um, right now, you know, I'm just focused on all my assignments and what I got to do. Are you early bus or later bus? I'm the early bus. I'm Me the too. early bus because I, I got to get in the locker room. I got to get out on the field. <laughs> you know, I I got to do. Right. do what if I we got a noon so. start, he'll be there at five thirty in the morning. Really? Oh, well, he's yeah, he's a little <laughs> crazy. But anyway, he's. <laughs> He's got some issues. Yeah. He's got some good ones. Good. good ones. All right, we're out of time. Thank you so much. No problem, Anthony man. Thanks Mer- for having nothing me. Nothing but great success to you, man. We hope the best. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch you guys, the entirety of the offense in this football team. Tight locker room, a lot, of, a lot of exuberance, a lot of excitement in that locker room. Most definitely. That's going to wrap us up for Bears All Access this week's edition here from the PNC Studios at Hallis Hall. Thanks to Eli Hershkovitz, Paul Zeranger, engineer, Dan Barilli. And Jordan Treadup for Tom Thayer and Anthony Miller. I'm Jeff Joniak. Have a good night on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Thanks for listening to this Chicago Bears Network presentation of Bears All Access. Podcasts are available on ChicagoBears.com and on iTunes or download the official Bears mobile app. Bears All Access has been brought to you by IGS Energy and sponsored by CDW, PNC, and Ford.